February, and we're going into it, is Psychology Month. And uh, we know with all the challenges that we've been dealing with, with COVID and the stress of the world, let's be real, with everything going on, people are, you know, I think I think it's fair to say we're paying more attention to our mental health, our well-being. Uh, we know that it's, uh, it's the good thing to do. The problem is, and I had a conversation about this just uh, the other day, is that a lot of people, if they decide that they want to go to some sort of therapy, um, go to talk to someone, they're not sure how to start. Well, you know what? We're going to help you with that today. Dr. Gans Ferentz joining us. Hey, Dr. Gans. Hey, how are you doing, Jaylen? I'm doing fantastic. have to tell you, Good. Derek, who's my technical producer today, says to me, Jaylen, Dr. Gans is the guy that you want to narrate your life. <laughs> His voice is spectacular. I bet you get that so often. <laughs> oh, I, I, I do. I do. That People say that my voice does put them to sleep, so maybe don't do while you drive. But... <laughs> Maybe too soothing. I don't know. Okay. Well, all good. It's a definite compliment. Let's start with this. So when we want to talk about maybe um, getting some therapy, we want to talk to someone, just, you know, get that mental well-being going. There's a lot of different players when it, when right. it comes to it, and it can be a little confusing, like a psychologist, psychiatrist, social workers, right. therapists, coaches. How do you break down who's doing what? Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, it, it, you know, even people in the field sometimes get confused because there's so many players, right? So let, let's first start with what everybody does and then sort of the difference between them, right? So um, <clears throat> psychologists uh, are the ones who are trained in talk therapy and uh you know have uh, also experience with like assessments and different things like that psychology is just a huge huge field so but when you're looking at a clinical or a therapeutic psychologist they're the people who have a special knowledge and you know how your life works what can go better especially with dealing with stress anxiety depression communication relationships how to talk to your kids that sort of thing right and that's what and, you are that's what that's you what are yes okay so yes, I have a doctorate in psychology, and um, and lots of folks that practice in Alberta have doctorates, and some have master's degrees, but we're all considered psychologists. Okay. Then we also have psychiatrists, and psychiatrists are actually medical doctors who are trained in medicine and specialize in psychiatry. So the you know some psychiatrists also do talk therapy as well, like the, what you think about as therapy, but they're also very highly trained in um, uh, medications mm. and the biological aspects of a certain um, challenging situations certain certain diagnoses so the psychiatrists are people you want to connect with if you need medication for like depression anxiety um, you know schizophrenia bipolar mm -hmm. disorder different things like that right they they're the ones that are highly trained in that areas in that area the clinical social workers at a master's level are also trained in talk therapy and so they um, they do therapy and uh, counseling as well. Those three are what we consider what are considered protected titles. So in order to call yourself a psychiatrist or a psychologist or a clinical social worker, you have to meet minimum education requirements. The minimum is a master's degree um, and then you have to pass a bunch of like like actually difficult tests <laughs> and you have to be supervised for a certain number of okay. hours and there's a lot of there's a lot of hoops you have to jump through to get to that uh, designation also these three professions have governing bodies so that they, they make sure that we're practicing ethically and reasonably and if there are any problems there's a place to complain to right 
Okay, so that's good news. And then what about, you know, like therapists and coaches right. and life coaches? Right. So counselor, therapist, psychotherapist, coaching, life coaching, anybody can call themselves these things, right? So you could get a life coach who is a PhD. Mm-hmm. You could get a psychotherapist that just walked in off the street right yeah, there's there's no minimum standard to these hmm. titles because they're not protected titles so anybody can call themselves whatever they want now certain organizations may have like you know say um, a hospital or whatever might have mental health counselors now they have their own sort of qualifications for who, who they'd hire for that but the, the the range the qualifications may range maybe a pretty broad range right so I think it's really important that people understand all the players and especially the idea that there are certain things that are, uh, I would say, um, protected where yeah. you know there's some minimum training and there's others that, you know, it's, you're rolling the, di- the dice, I'd say. So Dr. Gans, how do you know who, you're sh- who you should be going to? <clears throat> Well, you know, what I tell people is you have the, you have to do a couple things. One is understand that you are the customer mm. and the customer is always right, okay? <laughs> so so it's your it's your responsibility and your right to shop around. You don't have to go to see the first person that's available or the first person that somebody says you should go see. You should do a little bit of work yourself. You should, you know, it's good to ask for what are your qualifications? What is your education? What is your designation, right? Mm-hmm. Like, are you a psychologist, psychiatrist, source, clinical social worker, counselor? What is it? And also, how long have you practiced? And what are your, what do you specialize in? Because these things all make a huge difference in terms of the level of service you get, and also um, the professional professionality or professionality of the individual that you're talking to. But but even more important than that, well, you get those are sort of the minimum standards. But then you have to have a relationship. Yeah, you have yeah, to yeah. feel comfortable with that individual. You have to feel like um, there's somebody that you could trust, and you feel comfortable opening up and connecting with, and have faith that they will be able to help you and guide you in the right direction. Now, um, a psychologist, for example, if I wanted to come see you, I could mm-hmm. um, call up the office and make an appointment. Yes. Right. Yes. Now, mm-hmm. psychiatrist, does that you have to be referred from a medical doctor, a GP, something like that? Yes. So psychiatrist, you do have to have a referral. So it can be from a medical doctor, like your, your GP or your family yeah. physician. It can also be from a psychologist or other healthcare professional. So sometimes like even dentists can refer to psychiatrists, right? Oh, okay. But, but, um, but typically it's your family physician that will make that referral. And, um, and the difference is too, that w- with psychiatrists, they are paid through the, you know, the Alberta healthcare, right? Alberta mm-hmm. healthcare system. So it's paid through that. Um, most psychologists, unless they're working for Alberta Health um, or some other organization, are paid privately. So you may have to pay out of pocket that you can get reimbursed through your insurance, or some people bill directly to the insurance. And um, so that's that's how that's paid. Uh, in okay. terms of getting to see somebody. All right, so we're talking really about the nuts and bolts of seeing a therapist. You've decided, okay, maybe it's time uh, or maybe something has happened in your in your life recently that you, you need to or you believe that, uh, you know, some therapy would help. Where do you get started? Dr. Gans Ferentz joining us this afternoon with the details, some tips on, on what you need to do or what you should at least be thinking about. I know over the years with the therapy that I've taken from the time that I was, you know, 15, 16 years 
years of age through to 50 years of age on and off. It's kind of hit or miss with the therapists that I've seen. We're going to talk about that and the importance of finding the right fit right after mm -hmm. Chopper Traffic. Let's do this. All right, so I was talking before uh, traffic um, that, you know, of all the therapists or the, the, the counselors, whatever I've seen over the years, you know, some of them, there's a really great fit. Others, not so much. It just didn't really feel right. One of the things it's really important, to, I think, to remember is to, to find the person, find the psychologist, the social worker, the therapist, the coach, whatever it is that you're going to do that you feel good with that that there's Absolutely. a right that that's so important it is listen um it's an intimate uh type of relationship right and when it, when i say intimate i mean um under, be, being willing to be seen mm -hmm. and to be understood right in order to get the most out of this you have to be comfortable opening up and talking about stuff that's real for you and you know hopefully the therapist that you're dealing, dealing with feels the same way and is willing to share what's going on with you I, I try to share with my clients all the time that i've also been in therapy uh with various people for like over 30 years now Right, I talked to my, my mm -hmm. guy last week, actually, um, and I'm talking to him again next week. <laughs> so, um, you know, it is it is important. It took me a while to find the right fit. It's just like anybody else. You're not going to get along with everybody. You're not going to like all flavors of ice cream. You're not going to fit into all shoes. You need to shop around and make sure there's a sense of comfort that you have with the person you're seeing. In addition to that, I think one of the questions to ask when you are shopping around is what is their philosophy? How do they see the world? How do they see the clients they work with? Mm. Um, some people do are, are still with sort of, a, I would say, a, a more of a medical model or a deficiency model where they're looking for what's wrong, they're diagnosing the problem and trying to help you fix the problem, which is okay. Um, then there are some of us like myself and my crew, we, we look at, okay, well, what, what works well for people mm -hmm. and how can we help teach that to the people that are coming to see us so they can do the best they can no matter where they start, right? And yeah, the process will fix some problems for sure, but the whole idea is, uh, creating a uh, positive experience and good health and good relationships for somebody. So, you know, all those things should factor into your, your choice when you're looking for who you feel comfortable with, who feels safe and, um, you know, who you want to work with. I mean, because the thing is, you know, oftentimes you're digging pretty deep, right? Like mm -hmm. it's, um, it, it, it can be challenging, uncomfortable, um, but in the end game is to, to change all those feelings and, and make things better. Well, yeah, like, and, and, and sometimes it can be difficult, but, but that's because life is difficult, yeah. right? It's not going to be all rainbows and unicorns all the time, but, but, you know, it, like you said, it's for a good purpose. Yeah. It's like lifting weights, right? Or, or working out like, uh, it's not always fun, right? You get out of breath, you're sore for a couple of days, whatever, but the good stuff is you feel stronger, you have more energy, you might lose weight, you know what I mean? Different things like that. So. There is a little bit of no pain, no gain when it comes yeah. to this stuff. But I got to say, it doesn't always have to be rooting around in the past yeah. and digging up really painful stuff. Um, a lot of times, you know, my my receptionist always used to bug me because she said, you know, like, <laughs> I, I don't know what's going on, but you guys are laughing a lot in there, right? <laughs> like, here's laughter. It's like, yeah, well, hey, you know, you got to laugh at yourself and, and, and deal with that too. So, Absolutely. Yeah. Gans, I'm almost out of time here, but your last point was saying connect before you need yeah. to and trust your gut. 
you have to trust your gut because your gut is going to tell you where what fits for you and it doesn't matter what fits for somebody else or what the professional says you have to know what works for you because that's right for you in your life and your situation but i really encourage people to to check this out and build that relationship early um everybody can benefit from just having somebody to bounce some ideas off of but once you have that uh, that relationship built and it's healthy then if things start to go off the rails you know where to go and you're not you're not struggling and shopping in a crisis um and in most cases if you're checking in on a regular basis the crisis doesn't show up right yeah. or you get help when it's just just barely starting you know so it's, it's much more efficient and saves you pain and suffering and actually money as well all right dr gans joining me for uh our monthly session how does it make you feel you can always find out more at askdrgans.com thanks for this we'll talk to you next month thanks a lot see you later all right bye gans